how do you even start communicating when you're in 100 square feet together 24 hours a day? I think the key is you don't stop communicating. Ah! <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to the Waking Up to Magic podcast. I am your host, Marley Ansel, master mindset coach, spiritual thought leader, and multiple six-figure entrepreneur. I have spent the last decade studying spirituality, personal development, and human potential, and I am here to wake you up to your highest self and deliver to you all of the spiritual and practical tools you need to create the life that you are always meant to live. Consider this your personal weekly go-to for upgrading your energy, raising your vibration, and manifesting the life of your dreams. I am so excited you're here. Let's dive in. Oh my gosh. Words of wisdom. <laughs> it is true though. The second that we stop communicating, that's when that's when things erupt. Yeah. Especially as um as sensitive as we are to each other's emotions, it becomes like a pressure cooker in here. Yeah. <laughs> What's up guys? Welcome to the podcast. You are here today with Robert and I as we are traveling across the country in our camper van. Now, 100 square feet might be an exaggeration. I actually don't know. It's No, it's not. I did the math in my head yesterday as we were driving. I was like, yeah, wait, no. Yeah, it mm -hmm. it's like 102 square feet. <laughs> so a lot of times we get questioned and asked, you know, how are you guys together 24 hours a day without completely going insane? And the truth is it's taken a lot of work to get here. It has, in addition to the fact that we just love each other so much. <laughs> <laughs> but we have we have spent since day one of meeting each other we have been super conscious about the way we communicate with each other and how we do it and we're no different than any other human we go through yeah. our own spouts of anger and frustration and all the whole nine but we're going to share with you guys today some of the things that we do in our experiences of being on the road together for three weeks now and how we've moved through it. <laughs> First, I would say my mm, <laughs> when I have a mood, you know it. There's no really hiding it. You know, if I'm going through something, it's very obvious. I don't I don't particularly try to hide it, but even if I did, you can feel my energy. Yeah, I could feel it like from a state away. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we would ever be a state away. <laughs> That's the only unrealistic part of this. Mm. Not that I couldn't. It's that we would never be a state mm -hmm. away. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, in truth, I, I can always tell. And she can tell, too, because I, I am very, I'm very even. Um, very even, Kiel. Very balanced. Very I, much. He has a lot of Libra in his chart. Super balanced. And that's not to say that I don't get pissed and frustrated mm -hmm. and overwhelmed 
But when I do, I think it's much more apparent because I'm I'm not. Because you're always even killed. Yeah. I have zero Libra in my chart. So <laughs> we have like the balanced of everything over here. And then I'm the extremes. I'm all the way this way or I'm all the way this way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, the key is that we understand each other very well in in holding space for each other's emotional imbalances when and if those times arise. Totally. But how do you think we got here? You know, how did we get to the point where we are able to hold that space, have conscious communication and not get to a point where we're screaming at each other, which is number one, a standard hard rule in our relationship. We don't yell at each other. We don't disrespect each other. We don't say anything that is dishonoring each other. No, That's just a hard rule in our relationship. So I think it starts with that standard. Yeah. I mean, we do. And and we will also encourage each other to like go scream in a pillow. Yeah. Rage room. Yeah. We need a rage room. We do. Our house will have a rage room. (laughs) Um, I I mean, the thing that came up first was just the idea of safety and trust. Mm. And and safety, that was something that... In the very beginning. Yeah, very beginning, we we acknowledged and, and put out there. And even you, I remember at one point, you said, you know, the first time I told you, you're safe. Oh, it blew this my like mind. This judgment-free zone. You're you're, you're safe. safe. And it's you know it's maybe it was maybe it wasn't the first time I'd heard those words, but it was the first time that I heard them in that way of like I could feel it. Yeah. You know, and it was just different. Like oh, oh, I can just be me, a hundred percent safe to just be me, and that was a totally new concept for me. You know, and then when you it you said it repeatedly, like you're safe, you're safe, and I could pick up on like this is just part of who you were, but it felt very different in just my life experience yeah. of being there of oh i'm safe i think for <laughs> me if when i think back on that and when i when i reflect on you know what was the motivator for me in that in that statement and it's it's really because i want to live my life 100% representing who I am mm. fully the truth of me and and my being 100%. And while I would like to feel that safety, I don't require it because where I was at in my life when we met was I am going to be me. Mm-hmm. I am going to be me no matter what. And I wanted you to feel the same safety and being yourself and just 100% being you. Mm. Because I acknowledge from my own experience that in order to move forward in a a just, I mean, now it's, it's like a divine partnership. And in order to move forward in it, it was required for us to be ourselves. 100%. 100%. Yeah, it's interesting looking back on it because there's so much that I can see clearly now that was like an awakening process. You know, like I had just truly started coming into my own with just having started a spiritual business, coming out of the spiritual closet to the world, you know, quitting my corporate job and going full into who I am and what I am is the way. And then in meeting you, it was like it called out my truth even more. Like there was no hiding, particularly very early on when you could feel me right off, which was just so interesting. And it's really, it's one of my favorite things about our relationship is that 
if I feel something for a split second, it really blows my mind. You will look at me and go, what was that? <laughs> and I'm like, what? No, nothing. What? <laughs> Lies. But Lies. He, you Tell can me. Feel, he can feel the <laughs> shift in my energy, which is a really beautiful thing. And I will say has definitely helped us in so many instances because especially in a back in the day, new relationship, there's some things you just don't know how to bring up. You yeah. don't know how to talk about it. So when your partner looks at you and says, what's going on? I can tell you're feeling something that opens the space mm -hmm. to be able to talk about it. And then when you have this deliberate standard in your relationship of you get to be who you are fully and I'm here for it, then both of you get to grow and evolve in your own way without feeling like it's dangerous to do so. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I remember a, a very distinct moment where my ego was being called up mm. <laughs> in, in a circumstance mm. and still learning and becoming aware in, in my own. Well, and we always will be. Yeah. Always, always. It, it is a, a, a constant learning experience. And, and I, I just remember this one moment where you didn't hold it against me for feeling the way that I felt. It was, it was like, I just, I felt free because that was, that's a big part of coming into your own personally is like not wanting to face those parts of yourself that are conditioned and below the surface mm. and something came up and I, I, I was mad. like, Oh I God, that. I was, I was so angry, but she sat there in this peaceful, like, it's okay. It's okay to be angry. Yeah. You can be pissed. Mm -hmm. It's, it's all right. Yeah. But what, what's, you know, I don't even know if you said this at the time, but like what's below that. And so then, you know, that's where, that's where it builds from is, is the trust and, and the knowing the safety, the safety, the space, that's where it all began. So that's why we can sit here in a hundred square feet, <laughs> travel 2,700 miles across the country and still have it. We're not perfect. We still have these moments where things get called up. Yeah. Like even last night at dinner and, and multiple times throughout this journey, mm -hmm. we've come to a, a position of like, this isn't working like this. I don't get upset. I don't get my feelings hurt. She doesn't get her feelings hurt. We we sit here in this calm, safe space of of let's look at the situation. Expressing our emotions yeah. and our feelings. And know that there's there's a better way. There's yeah. a better way. If I'm feeling frustrated or if you're feeling frustrated, then there's a better way and we can figure it out. Yeah. We know what divine flow feels like. Yeah. We have felt it multiple times throughout this trip. So when we're not in congruence with that, it is very evident. It's very evident. Yeah. And neither one of us are going to sit there in that and think like, no, I'm just, I'm just going to, I'm just going to eat it. I'm just going to swallow this. And like, you know, that's such a good point, right? That's the thing to really notice and pay attention to. Cause I think so many people go through life thinking they're just stuck in a, in a shit feeling like, yeah oh, this is just the way it is. It's just, you know, I'm not going to get to do what I want to do or I'm not going to get to feel a certain way. I just have to deal with it. And I think that's one thing that has become a standard, not just in our relationship, but individually, that like if I don't feel good, then something needs to be looked at because good is the standard. Yeah, and not something external. 
Something within. Something me. within. Yes. Like we cannot look to external forces to change themselves to make us feel better. That leads into such a good point of one of the main things that I started implementing even right before I met you and now we do in our relationship is the second that I want you to be different in order to make me happy, that's when I know I need to sit down and say, okay, what's going on inside of me? What? How is this bringing up something inside of me? Because if I need my external environment to be different so that I can be okay, I'm going to live in an imprisoned life my whole life because I need to control everything around me just to be okay. Yeah. And, and can I say that the first time you told me that, the recognition and acknowledgement from me of like, oh shit. Yeah. I, you know, I, I need to do that too. <laughs> I need to practice this. It's like a key, it, right? it is very key to, to how we continue to operate the way that we do and, and just make life ours and make it better. Oh, and beautiful. Your life. Yeah. And, and I would say it's not, it's not that we don't talk about it. It's that I own my feeling first. I own my feeling first and I, I understand where it comes from before I come and talk to you. So like, for example, you may have done something that ruffled me in some way, but it's my job to understand what just got ruffled before I come to you and say, Hey, this is what I felt. This is what it triggered up. Here's what I'm experiencing right now. And then we talk about it versus just getting pissed at you and then coming and saying like you need to do this differently (laughs) well and and consequently like i have something on my end to look at too in those situations where you've that like something like that has happened i'm not just gonna sit here and be like oh yeah that's all you (laughs) (laughs) then uh, because there's gonna be some reaction for me too i could be here like well why are you mad at me you know and then it's it's for me to look at like what, where's that coming from? Mm -hmm. You know, so it's, it's, it really is just so, it's so beautiful. And to your point earlier about like the emotional cycle, the irony in that is that like when we get into these emotional cycles, um, it's only going to perpetuate itself until you can sit in the awareness of, of, okay, I'm in control of my emotional state. Mm. You know, you can, you can change the mind, but then you got to change the body and mm. you got it. And the body is going to be slower because you could have, it's programmed. Tw- you could have 20 years of legitimate physical programming that has supported that emotional thought of like, Oh, I, I, you know, I'm just in an unhappy relationship. I, this is just how it is, you know, whatever it may be. I'm mm. just, you know, I'm, I'm sad every time I don't get Doritos. And and so I, every time I don't have Doritos, I'm sad. You're just going to reinforce it every single time. So it, it takes some, some conscious practice. And yeah. for us and what we're doing right now, this conscious communication. Well, let's put it in a real life example for in, in our relationship. For me, I had a pattern of not trusting men. Because I had 10 years of relationships where I was consistently lied to. And so I had this programming in my body that said that it wasn't something I was consciously aware of. You know, I had done the healing work. I had done a lot of forgiveness and all of that. And I would still have these trigger moments where my entire body would go into overdrive of you need to be aware 
he's not, he's not being honest with you, you know, da, da, da. like it would play out that pattern. And the hilariousness of it is that your motto for life is truth and positivity. A hundred percent truthful yep. person. So I knew it was mine, but it was strong. And you want to talk about like being able to hold space. The number of times that I had to be able to talk to you about, I'm feeling this. I know you're not being dishonest, but this pattern is playing out in my body. And, and I, felt I had to be able to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. And and I would feel it when you mm-hmm. were in those moments. I would, I would feel like I'm doing, I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. But I'm I'm not doing something wrong. Right. What's going on here? The and power then, of energy. And then, and then we would talk about it. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, that's not true. <laughs> but then from your point of view, let's talk about the work that it took on your side, being male, being male with an ego, right? To be able to sit there and know it's not you and have that conversation. I mean, it it was hard. It was really hard because I also, you know, I have wounding from my past about being wrong, like doing something being wrong. Being labeled wrong. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Being labeled as, as I'm, I'm wrong or I'm, I'm, I'm something I'm not being labeled as something I'm not. So I, I had wounding mm. there. And so it would, it would pull up all of that emotion for me. But again, we, I, I trusted the space that you held for me. And, mm. and I trusted that I was safe. And, and I also was very firm in my knowing and my truth. And it, honestly, guys, it's, it's, as, it's that simple for me. Like <laughs> it, it is really that simple. If, if you identify your truth and the person that you are and the person you want to be. Knowing who you are. Knowing who you are. What, like. Not, nothing else matters. So true. Because there, <laughs> there's a phrase called, um, <clears throat> there's truth in the trigger. And so when you're triggered, so if somebody says something, oh, you are this, you are a liar, whatever, and you're triggered by it, it's not necessarily that you are a liar. It's that you would have a fear of being perceived as a liar, right? So it'll trigger you if there's truth. If, if I sit here and say, your name is Sally. There's no trigger that happens because you 100% know it's not true. Yeah. But if I say something that even hits a little bit on something, that's when the emotional the emotional rise happens, yep. right? And that's when the defensiveness comes up and all of that, you know? And that's like, that's when it gets tough yeah. to have the full conversation. But I will say this, and I know this is 100% true, and it's something that I want every single human to know. Your partnership, your divine partnership, your person... The wind is so loud. It is whipping. I wonder if you can hear it on here. <laughs> I don't know. Um, your person and your relationship that you're supposed to be in is not going to look like no disagreements, all sunshine and rainbows. Everything is is pure and, and just even keel all the time. Your person will bring to the surface the things in you that need to be healed. And so that's where the work really comes in of being able to be that conscious partner for your person while they are 
also going through their own healing too. So being able to do it together, that knowing I'm going to raise up things in you that needs to be healed and you're going to raise up things in me that need to be healed, but that we are not the originators of the wound. Yeah. That's the big thing in it. So many times when I've gotten triggered or upset with you, I've had the conversation in my head of, you know, this isn't him. There's there's an original wound here and he's just showing it to you, you know, and, and it would be the most random circumstances. Like Robert literally never does anything to be maliciously anything, you know, but things will get triggered. So beautiful. <laughs> it really is. It really is. And it's taken practice. I mean, it, it's taken us. We weren't, we didn't come into this just like, okay, we know exactly what we're doing. Like no. it's, it's taken the intention behind it. It's taken like sitting down and working through exercises and figuring it out as we go. Like we didn't, we don't even know what we're sitting down to go through, but we know something needs to be talked about. We need to go through it. Yeah. And so it's really down. It comes down to just being willing, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, like we want to be together. So what does that require for well, us to... We want to be together and we know we're going to be together. Right. There's no other option. <laughs> but what does that require? You know, because I think it's easy to opt out. It's easy to run away, especially when, when your ego raises up in anger and frustration. Like the only thing you want to do is just like storm out of the room, you know? There is absolutely no running away at 100 square feet. <laughs> There's no... <laughs> We'd have to like form a new life in Wyoming. <laughs> Make friends with the wolves. <laughs> become become Mowgli. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm an extremist. <laughs> did, I, did I tell you? So, here we are. Staring at black hills as the sunset goes down. Beautiful. So, what are three things that our listeners could take away that they could start implementing into their own relationship today? I, the first thing that drops in for me is identify the truth of who you are and who you want to be. Oh, that's so good. That's the first part. The The second thing I would say is own all of your feelings because they are all yours. Don't look to your partner to make you feel a certain way. Mm. Own your Full feeling. ownership. Yes. Full ownership. Own your feeling first. Understand yep. where it came from. And then when you go to have, oh, this is a good one. When you go to have the conversation, preface it with the truth of everything. So saying like, I want to talk to you about something. I had this feeling come up. I'm not really sure how to handle it. I think I, I know where it came from, but I want to talk to you. Will you, will you talk this out with me? So that brings up the third part. So full ownership, identify your truth and who you are and who you want to be. Mm -hmm. Hold the space. Hold the space. Hold the space for your partner. Yeah. yeah. To just listen. Like, don't try to fix it, right? Just listen and hold the space for the emotion. Yeah. Because if, if you've been listening, there's nothing for you to fix. It's it's all individually. It's yeah. all ours. Yeah. Well, circling back to that, that night that you were talking about when you were feeling really angry and frustrated, what you did in that in all of that, too, was communicate. I am feeling really angry and frustrated. And so that allowed me to be able to say, that's okay. That's yeah. okay. Because the feeling of it was necessary to get to any resolution. There was no, like, if you try to fix a feeling or you try to press it down to get to somewhere else, like, that doesn't work. 
the feeling, it had to come up and I could feel that. And I wasn't ruffled by anything that night. So I was like, I know this is my role right now. Like you get to feel fully. This is safe. I'm safe. You're safe. Feel it. So then it's four things. Oh, what was the fourth thing? (laughs) Identify your truth. Uh Identify your truth. Take full ownership of yourself. Communicate. Mm. All of your emotions with your partner and hold the space. Mm, That's so good. That's a, that's money. 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 (laughs) Still not sure if those are mountains, (laughs) but those four things are for sure. (laughs) All right. Well, we hope this was helpful for you guys. Um, Let us know if you want to know more about this, about how we function in our relationship and evolve and grow and allow each other to be who we are we're here for it we got you (laughs) all right guys we will see you soon thank you so much for joining me on today's episode i love bringing you all the magical goodness if you love this episode please take a second to subscribe and leave a review to keep all the magic coming your way and if you haven't already come follow me on instagram by searching at marley ansel Screenshot this episode and tag me, letting me know what you loved, what was your aha moment, and what woke you up to your magic today. Remember, your magic is needed in this world. Keep shining, keep showing up, and I'll see you next episode.